Hello, me lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, with the famously unpasteurized and unfiltered Ned Natter radio show, ready to brighten your day. First up, it's great to be here again with you. It's time for a good old Natter with an international flavour. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news and current affairs. Oh no, I'm here to give you a break from it all. Yep, a good laugh, even when it's only once a week on a Wednesday. <laughs> Remember though, you can listen to all these shows again. Yep, they're all safe here's podcasts at nednatter.com. Yep, okay, well, put everything down. No, everything, I mean you too. Come on, it's time for the Ned Natter Show, and you can't miss this. <laughs> this week on the Ned Natter Show from Florida, we've had a bit of a disastrous week. Elsie, the wife, finally succumbed, and the mother-in-law, Satana, ended up confined too. Yep, for good reason. Also, my old mother Nan's using new tactics on me pet pig. Add to that, the wife's buddy beyond it struggled back from a week of honeymoon dining. And worse still, my neighbour old brush is back with a broken agenda. Oh dear. Either way, I hope you're just going to love the always perpendicularly packed show. More so when we take a look at those other crazy regular features and callers from around the world too. Here at Two Medicine Farm, or what's now loosely referred to as Ned Nats Florida Island, we've had a very odd week indeed. Yep, first up the wife Elsie's bitten off even more than she can chew. Yep, unbelievable, isn't it? Anyway, she ended up in the emergency room. <laughs> it wasn't home when it happened, so she ended up heading out in an ambulance, accompanied by Satan, a troglodyte, me and his mother-in-law. <laughs> mm, but when they arrived, they both ended up in strict quarantine. Well, when you think about it, it makes sense. The old mother-in-law has spent most of her life crawling in and out of swamp water, and even I'm convinced she's highly infectious. <laughs> Add to that, she might be useful for some kind of medical research. After all, she has some pretty odd genes. Yep, and I don't mean Levi's either. <laughs> she's close to one of those old bog bodies, you know, they dig up from time to time and perhaps even hope to discover the missing link. <laughs> Only this time... They've hit the jackpot, haven't they? Yep, a living, breathing example of a missing link for sure. And they didn't have to dig around for it in some stinky peak bog either. Yep, it's supposed to be like fishing for a quarter in 20,000 gallons of rotten chocolate pudding. <laughs> anyway, and away from things you'd rather not see, hear, or perhaps even know about, the wife Elsie is still in the hospital. Yeah... On a drip, which means I haven't had to go to the store with a tractor trailer to keep her stocked in food this week. <laughs> Pleasant change, I might add. On the other hand, the doctors aren't going to keep her there forever, are they? No, the mother-in-law maybe, but not Elsie. Yep, I was just living in hope for a minute. <laughs> they told me she could be back home as early as next week and on a very strict diet thereafter. Yep, we'll just see how long a six-letter word like strict can be stretched, shall we? <laughs> On the other hand, the wife's best buddy Beyond It, that's Beyond It Brandisha Washington or BBW to Friends, yep, another full-time, fully paid-up member of the Feed Me Too movement, returned from a week-long honeymoon tour just an hour ago. Yep, she'd visited just about every one of them all-you-can-eat buffets in a 500-mile radius after tying the knot last week with skinny old Frank. The absolutely obsessed stuffer fan. Yeah. I never thought it was possible for anyone to put on £50 in a week. But that was until I met Beyond It. 
So there you go. The wife has to lose £100 as an emergency measure, whilst beyond it is adding it like no tomorrow. You know, at this rate, <laughs> they'll be sharing a private suite at the hospital <laughs> and probably arrange a spare bed in the corner for Frank. <laughs> but staying with me regular farmhouse trials and tribulations for a while, if you recall, I gave a part-time job to one of me neighbour or Rush's buddies. Yep, that's Clarence Kakowski. Yep, very painful. He's a 70-year-old short-sighted vet with a private arsenal of weapons, you know. <laughs> His only job is to keep people out of my cabbages, though, particularly the UFO and conspiracy mob. The trouble is that when we've supposedly got it here in the news, it just doesn't go away, does it? No. And when it has anything to do with aliens or UFOs, it hangs around for an eternity with the social media and blogging fraternity pushing it up further each day. See, unlike the government, I can't declassify information that just isn't true, can I? <laughs> oh dear, I meant, well, what happened here isn't true, we say, shall we? <laughs> government declassification is only designed to take your mind off everything else that's going wrong at the time, isn't it? Yep, you're looking up at the sky for abnormalities whilst they're busy pulling down your pants and getting you prepared for the latest dose of BS. <laughs> Some cabbages. Yep, they're still having a few folks show up to poke around. Well, that's until their vehicles get grazed by a bit of Clarence's wild buckshot. <laughs> then they're out of here faster than any UFO you could possibly see. <laughs> Either way, despite the usual drama that seems to spew out of my farmhouse like a badly written Broadway musical, it was very quiet around here without the wife, the MIL, and beyond it. Yep, almost peaceful for a change. Better still, every time I visited the fridge, it looked pretty much the same. Another two-medicine farm rarity. In the quiet of me farmhouse, I actually managed to read and <laughs> found some interesting stuff too. One of the articles was actually helping me understand why a few folks around here behave just like they do. It was an article about a parasitic flatworm. Yep, a liver fluke. Hmm. During its endless life cycle, it ends up inside an ant's brain. Once it's inside, it takes control of the poor old ant and turns it into a zombie. The ant starts doing really weird things, even climbing up on tall grass at night and hanging on the top for dear life. <laughs> it does this little zombie activity until it gets eaten along with the grass by a grazing cow. Yep, and this starts its life cycle all over again. Not the ant, the flatworm, yeah. This time, getting cosy in the cow's gut instead. You know, I must say it answered a few puzzling questions for me for sure. See, up until now, I always put Ding Dang and his family's bizarre nighttime activities down to simple drunkenness. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday. You can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. By the way, and away from the troubles of protecting your property from unwanted visitors and the like, I've got a new little feature on my show this week, and it's called Dolly's Dates. Before you ask, no, fortunately, me daughter, young Dolly, is not dating yet. Either way, when she does finally get into that bad habit, <laughs> I'll be getting me private arsenal organised too. Yeah, actually, added to that, I'd say background checks, urine samples, psychometric tests and a full DNA research assessment. Yeah, it'll be in order, won't it? 
Oh dear, I digress. Anyway. <laughs> no, she's not dating, but she's always quoting. So I decided to harness her endless stream of chatter in one direction and have her tell us about a memorable date from the past each week. So here goes. Well, this week Dolly reminds us that it's the start of the hurricane season. <laughs> Dear. Yep, something I long to forget. <laughs> Whilst in 1968, Senator Robert Kennedy was assassinated. Yep, an odd combination, far from cheerful for sure. Oh dear. Added to that, Dolly tells me that in 1980, CNN launched the first 24-hour news network too. Yep, uh, we've never been right since, have we? <laughs> and finally, Dolly tells me that Marilyn Monroe was also born on June the 1st, 1926. Hmm, so that makes for an interesting start to the month, doesn't it? Anyway, thanks, Dolly. We'll keep those dates in mind. <laughs> that, of course, brings me, oh, well, rapidly, to someone else who's actually a one-woman hurricane warning. Yep, she blows hot and cold has violent tendencies, and brings havoc wherever she goes. Naturally or even unnaturally, I've got me almost antique. 95-year-old mother. Old Nan. Yep, right here on the farm. <laughs> on the other hand, though, Nan's best gambling and drinking buddy, that's Tashika Suzuki. Yep, she's me, lawyer, brother, black sheep, the family, Nelson, that's boy from Beverly Hills, sex with his now 103-year-old grandmother. Yep, another long-lasting specimen. <laughs> anyway, as you know, they both love to drink. Smoke and gamble. Well, this week kind of started when old Nan began hassling me pet pig and three-time lightning survivor, old Bill again, yeah. And in advance of the Belmont Stakes, of course, yeah, she'd been up and down three times with chocolate for him. And I got a grunt out of him. Mm. So then she decided she'd offer him a cigarette, which Bill probably ate, still without a grunt. Finally, she bribed him with a drop of her best whiskey. Oh well, she reckoned it worked fine, and she's got a guaranteed winner. Oh well, to be honest, I reckon a drunken pig will just about grunt the first thing that comes into its snout, don't you? <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Anyway, thinking of hideous nightmares like me rather bizarre moaning old mother and her gambling session. I'm still having these really weird dreams. They return with a vengeance like never before. Add to that, the weirdest ones always arrive when I'm having a nice nap. Never in bed. This time, though, I'd settled down in my favourite hideout. Yeah, that's still my farm office. And it was the day after Elsie's trip to the hospital emergency room. Yeah, in my dream, I'd looked in on her. <laughs> she was in one of those highly sterile kind of futuristic environments, yet well away from where she'd be truly happy for sure. <laughs> a white-coated doctor approached me and said he'd found something weird. <laughs> yep, an alien encounter for sure. <laughs> there next to Elsie in the hospital cot, the kind they use for a regular newborn. Oh no. Well, believe me, that can never be possible anyway, so don't even think about it, please. Thank you. Anyway, I walked over and peered into the cot, expecting to see something straight out of a horror movie. Mm. Inside, I did see a non-human face. 
Yep. But before you get too carried away, it was also a familiar face. Yep. That's right, me pet pig, old Bill, <laughs> snoring away in a drunken slumber. <laughs> oh dear. I woke with a terrible start, with a farmhouse half empty and quieter than usual. The snoring was overwhelming. I headed into my living room to discover a snoring trio. Old man and Toshiko in sofa for a change, with me pet pig, old Bill, lying at their feet as happy as a pig in carpet. Hmm. They were all worse for whiskey and rattling the foundations with their hideous snoring noise. Odd, really, see the old crow doesn't even like dogs in the house usually. Yeah. But a prize-winning wager expert pig gets five-star treatment. Well, let's just say, put it this way, a version of five-star treatment. <laughs> I just call it a break from the pen. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. On the other hand, and still on the subject of bad dreams, me scruffy farm and ding-dang spent last week finally mastering the alphabet. The alphabet. He's finally got all 26 letters tucked away somewhere. Yep, in his pocket, I expect. <laughs> Only this week, when he got stopped by the sheriff's deputy, ding-dang was already and really cocky with his well-versed alphabet. <laughs> the deputy asked him to count backwards from 20 instead. <laughs> oh dear. Another big challenge for me delinquent farmhand. <laughs> but despite the drama of acting stupid when he already is, I've got that little unforgettable feature on me show. So here's Ding Dang's southern quote for you. If his brains were leather, he wouldn't have enough to make a saddle for a cockroach. <laughs> Ding Dang's got a low opinion of the deputy who keeps stopping him in his truck late at night. You know... I think that might just cut both ways. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Well, next up, I've got Ned's sagacious moment for you. I might not be a serious old sage, but I've got time to think and I like the idea of sharing my thoughts with you, my lovely listeners. So moving on from farm life in general for a minute, I've spent a few hours this week questioning diversity. Mm. Although it's the word of our time, it's been giving me a real headache. So I'm going to keep your thoughts on this matter short and sweet. With all these businesses and organisations rattling on about diversity... How must it feel for all those so-called diverse folks who've worked their asses off for years getting to the top of their game without a single person even considering their diversity or personal struggles? Add to that, believe me, we hardly even hear about them, do we? You know, for me, that's a big oh dear all round. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. 
The blind neighbour, old Lonnie, and new to swinger old Fred's home is still the oddest venue in North Florida for a swingers party every Saturday night. It's called Do You Know Fred? Sometimes I wish I didn't. <laughs> it's the same thing every week. Bring a bottle, bring your wife or girlfriend, and a potluck dish for that free-flowing buffet. Fred mingles with the swingers. Yeah, that's his potluck part of the experience, and old Lonnie just eats the free food and tries to dodge the guests, which this week included one of his absolute favourites, stuffed catfish heads with fishy gravy. (laughs) Oh dear, I just hope you're not eating and listening to me show at the same time. (laughs) So when Saturday finally rolled round, Fred told me this week's theme was the spacesuit party. (laughs) Dear Fred hopes to attract a mixed bunch of swingers, all right. And this week, he was overrun with phony astronauts. Yep. Most of his guests are far from space-going material, I can tell you. In fact, I think it'd be better if they'd all burned up on re-entry. <laughs> yeah, re-entry, far from a cliché, which I shouldn't have really used when chatting about swingers, for sure. <laughs> anyway, my head down pretty quickly. <laughs> well, on the family front, when she's not complaining about, well, just pick a subject and she complains. My 95-year-old, rather old Nan, the miserable old crew herself, has a little feature on the show. Yeah, old Nan remembers. Oh dear, it's a little bout of what's professionally termed reminiscence therapy. <laughs> this time, old Nan remembers another of our long-lost relatives, yet yeah, perhaps long-lost for a good reason. We've got far too many hideous relatives anyway. It was a memory about me great-great-auntie Agatha the broommaker death. Yet with a name like death, you can already see disaster on the horizon. But on the other hand, the horizon is still fairly straight by comparison. Well, say from a distance anyway. <laughs> oh dear, see, uh, death's old nan's maiden name. They say death to make it sound better, and I always call them the deaths. It makes everything nice and clear up front. So, back to great-great-auntie Agatha the broom maker death yep another member of the highly odd death family for sure only this time the old crow had something in common with me old mother yep broomsticks <laughs> the only difference is that agatha made them whilst old nan flies on one <laughs> however agatha tried very hard to sell hers as flying models too back then after all most folks believe that a family so riddled with evil witches had a great deal of experience in such matters. Unfortunately, as you'd expect, the brooms didn't perform in line with expectations. <laughs> yep, and, uh, well, we'll just say they rarely flew, shall we? Yep, I say rarely because there were actually a few. Well, they, they did kind of fly, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were tested by folks on a clifftop. They flew all right, mostly fast, mostly downhill, until they crashed into the sea beneath. <laughs> oh dear. Unfortunately, Agatha met her untimely end too, when the local townsfolk asked her to demonstrate one of her brooms in the same way. <laughs> yep, another dubious death to cross off the endless list. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, that lovely, tiny old music means it's time again for me book reviews. Yep, I get me hands on a few, and I feature them right here on me show. 
Just remember, I've got a great system here. You know, if a book's shite, it goes on me composting. Sometimes, if it's really bad, you have to burn it. Middle of road books go in the giveaway charity box, and the good or reasonable ones usually stay on the farm library shelf. I hope that's all nice and clear for you. <laughs> okay then, well, this week I ended up with just one book. Hmm. And it's called They Made Me Into a Zombie by A.N. Ant Jr. (laughs) You know, this is one of the oddest books I've ever featured on the show and it reads like a true horror story. Yeah, see, the author reckons a parasite got into his brain and made him do things he wasn't supposed to do. (laughs) Great excuse, eh? Yep, he broke the nest quarantine every night partied in the tall grass not far from the nest and played chicken with a bunch of enormous cows. He tried to fight his urges for weeks, but there was no way out of his predicament. Oh no, he was so miserable and literally bent on a path of destruction that he couldn't control. Well, that was until he wrote the book and told the world of his hideous frenzy and how it had taken over his life. Yeah, But the book does have a kind of, what I suppose you'd say, a bittersweet, but almost happier ending. Yep, he got offered a job. Yeah, that's right. Zombie or not, employment is still available to, in some sectors, you know. Yet he ended up working as a call centre customer service representative. <laughs> oh dear. You know, I'm keeping this one on my farm library shelf. Yep, along with all my other fiction novels. <laughs> Well, me lovelies, that's all on me book review feature this time around. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all me shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. I got a listener favourite coming up right now. Yep, me anomalies from around the world feature. This time we're staying right here in the US and Illinois, and you'll be glad to hear it's not another tasteless, distasteful, revolting foodie one. Oh no, we're looking at some odd things close to home over the next few weeks. So back to Chicago, Illinois, and turtle racing. That's right, turtle racing. Something that must be a game for a few jokes, eh? <laughs> Either rumour has it that even older Al Capone was a dedicated turtle racing fan. Hmm. But for me, it would be like lining up a few faster versions of me neighbour old Rush and watching them crawl around. Yeah, well, not Rush anyway, for sure. <laughs> Apparently, the races aren't illegal, but taking proper bets, you know, the monetary kind, can contravene the gambling regulations. Oh well, I'm sure no one makes bets on them after all, eh? (laughs) This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday. You can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, now we're heading to England. Yep, see, I got a call from Nigel Ponce, the arrogant old catfish-faced gentleman farmer. Me brother Young Buck skipped the USA and manages Ponce's old farm on his rambling state. After living in Pennsylvania for 15 years, Buck naturally picked up plenty of American expressions and he really enjoys confusing Ponce with them. (laughs) Ponce has to call me for an explanation. See, he hasn't got the internet in the manner. Just good old-fashioned manners. 
So, how could I leave the subject of Nigel Ponce without mentioning me special feature right here on the Lennart Show? It's called American for Foreigners. After all, Ponce finds most regular phrases and sayings foreign. Oh dear, well, here goes American for Foreigners with me arrogant British aristocratic contributor. <laughs> First up, though, here's his latest voicemail message. Well, hello, no, this is Nigel Ponce calling you from England. Yes, I'm still sort of under the weather with the gout, and I still can't get around under my own steam. So I'm using this rather wonderful wireless telephone again to speak to you from the comfort of my armchair. Anyway, Ned, your brother Buck said no cap, and it does sound absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, Ned, can you tell me what an F? about as I haven't a clue. All I want to know is whether I should be wearing a cap or not. And yet again, he's really lost me on this one. So perhaps you can call me back, Ned, and let me know. Thank you so much, old chap. Goodbye. <laughs> you know, I just love the way he introduced himself. My voicemail, it's this. I actually know someone else who sounds just like him. <laughs> Anyway, let me translate for you, Nigel. This time Buck uses the words no cap. Of course, you think Buck's deliberately confusing you, don't you? Well, this is a weird expression away, I suppose, but totally different from what you'd imagine. See, it's from just above us here in Florida, yep, Atlanta, Georgia, mostly. The expression is to say no cap means no lie or I'm telling the truth. But I just say, Nigel, believe me, the day Buck tells the whole truth and nothing but the truth will be the day. <laughs> yeah, either way, I hope that makes some kind of sense to you, Nigel. Add to that, we're sorry to hear you're still under the weather and hope you'll be up and around soon. Maybe you'll even make it back to the pond with the others. Yep, catfish on you. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. I headed over to me and Continent Political commentator neighbour Russia's Stonewall Jackson Fram again this week to listen to a lot of hot air and gas. Yep, he's the guy with about the same size cab and footprint as your average coal mine. Add to that, it's all in snippet-sized instalments, yet with a weak bladder, Rush is always rushing off. Poor old mucker. <laughs> Rush's been away for a couple of weeks visiting the wife. Yep, unfortunately though, for some... He's back from Tennessee. Ah! Oh dear. Why do I hear such a loud groan, eh? <laughs> anyway, Mrs. Rush has given him his marching orders. Well, let's put it this way. March back to Florida and never come back to Tennessee. <laughs> oh so I've had to listen to Rush's moaning. Yep, moaning, not recalling. Yeah. But he did recall the happier times when his wife was a faithful Republican just like him. And they saw eye to eye. Well, actually, she was a Republican until last month. Yeah, but I got the feeling they haven't seen eye to eye since the 80s, maybe. <laughs> oh dear, Rush is no longer saying the wife either. Oh no, he now refers to her as that woman. <laughs> well, I hate to even think what she calls him. Either way, he soon excused himself with that standard statement. That's right, his great excuse 
to bail early. Gotta go. Oh dear. Rush has always gotta go and flush. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me lovely neighbour young Alice Jones invited me over for our weekly vegan cake and fair trade coffee sit down. <laughs> young Alice was looking a little happier this week. Yep, Mercury is finally limping out of retrograde now and I can see me next tarot reading on the horizon for next week. Yep, let's hope it's a good one, eh? I could do with a bit of a lift. <laughs> On the other hand, Alice reminded me of how we should all take more notes the wonders of nature and baffled me again with a really bizarre statement right out of the blue. The red cockaded woodpecker makes a series of holes in pine trees where it's nesting to stop rat snakes climbing up and stealing their eggs. Mm, very clever. That old pine sap is sticky stuff indeed. You know, I'd like to put a big load of it round me farmhouse and keep more than just the armless old rat snakes away, wouldn't it? Anyway, as always, Alice's coffee, cake and company was pleasantly, reliably nice. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, me lovelies, it's time for this week's questions and odd news items from you, me listeners. Yep, I've got it all here. The Ned Natter Show. <laughs> well, this week I got a last minute call from Helen in Huntingdon. Yep. She called me to chat about this really odd story. Yep. Scientists have discovered molecules of compounds inside meteorites that could be providing the basis to create DNA. Oh dear. Yep. This news means that DNA and a bunch of other genetic material had origins in space. Right now, this is just a theory, apparently, she says. <laughs> Hang on a minute. I guess they got a big grant to pay for this study, eh? Surely if that Earth was part of space to begin with, it was all here to begin with, wasn't it? Sure, the meteorites maybe added a little bit more, but think about it. Yeah, so at least now I understand why so many folks are obsessed with going back into space. For a DNA top-up, no doubt. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Hey, dubious Command Agent 50% is lining me up with a new ad this week, and he's got something really odd this time around. <laughs> Oh dear, I think I'll have to word my agent on this one. <laughs> anyway, here it goes. Here at Fresh Air from Florida Inc. doing business as Package Country Air Enterprises, we've got a special offer right now. Just go to our website today at freshairfromflorida.biz and find our latest offerings at bargain prices. That's right, we keep it real here. You'll find our fresh air direct from Florida, a breath of fresh air. Yep. If you live in a smog-ridden city or have a close relative with very bad gas, you just can't go wrong with our 
fresh air. We've got it in all shapes and sizes too, right from our simple 12 ounce sniff it in the can job right up to our monster 10 gallon bag of Florida wind. But wait, that's not all. Our national sales manager, fool for this junior, <laughs> has a special offer and just for Ned Note Nat Show listeners. Yep, with every purchase of 10 gallons of fresh air this week only, he'll send you their free one gallon instant top up bag too. Yep, and you can't beat a deal like that, can you? So visit us today and remember that motto. We've got plenty more where that came from. <laughs> oh, you know, I wasn't expecting that one at all. Hmm, maybe I should seriously reconsider farming as a living. I'm here growing greens and trying to provide food and some idiot is bagging up air and selling it. Well, like they say, there's definitely plenty of it about, eh? Trouble is, around here it'd be infused with cigarette smoke and whiskey fumes. I'd have to bag it up and sell it as fresh bar air. Hmm. Yeah, no, there's a thought, though. You know, for some folks bored in the office or having a bad day, you know, some place, you know, with the smell of a bar might cheer them up, might it? Hmm. Anyway, cheers for now. Oh, dear. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show, on whichever way you dice it. This show is unpasteurised and unfiltered. But that's all, me lovelies, and on that note, we better go. So until next time, remember farmers are getting older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and gave us an hand. Shite matters, without us, you wouldn't have anything to eat. Without me, your Wednesdays won't be much fun. <laughs> In the meantime, you can find me and all my radio shows at nednatter.com. Yep, they're all safe use podcasts too. Add to that, there's me social media links. So come by and say hi. It'd be great to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you again. And I hope you join me on the Ned Nat Show soon. So until then, keep a smile on your face. Think positive and don't sweat the small stuff. The grass is not always green on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> Goodbye, me lovelies. <laughs> The Ned Natter Show is written and presented by me, Ned Natter. The show is produced and recorded live in Florida, USA by Doris Billsborough. And the Ned Natter Show is managed and represented by Grace Windsor at Nexus Media.